0: dive into real estate what are you waiting for welcome to the dive into real estate investing for newbies podcast where you will learn some of the newest strategies and simple techniques to get into real estate investing this podcast is about helping you take action and motivating you to dive into real estate for financial freedom now your host cecil rose all right, guys, welcome to another episode of Dive into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast. I am your host, Cecil Rose. Uh, I have a very special guest, good friend of mine, uh, Justin Sally or Sales, if, if, if you want to say that. He is actually uh, a virtual assistant that I work with in the Philippines. And uh, Justin has been absolutely crushing it for a lot of investors, for me. and. You know, the biggest thing I get a lot, um, you have wholesalers, new people that are getting into real estate, and uh, they're trying to figure out if they're working a nine to five or if they're working other jobs, how can I outsource this? Who can I trust? Um, You know, and certain people have questions about that. And to be honest, I've been having virtual assistants for the last probably over 10 plus years, and it has helped me out phenomenally with me building my business up, administrative work tasks and everything like that. So welcome to the to the show, Justin Man. I appreciate you taking out your time being here, man. And uh tell us a little about yourself,
1: a little bit about yourself and how you got started. Yo, um thank you for having me, uh brother. So um yeah like uh what Cecil said earlier it's I usually go by Justin Sale because um I my last name is pronounced as Hispanic way, so Sally, it's like Islam. So, um, so yeah, um, a little bit about myself. Uh, I entered, I joined the game or the real estate industry um, six years ago. Um, I started doing surplus uh, for a Florida, a Miami, Florida surplus company. Uh, I was a claims manager and I worked with attorneys. I do paralegal stuff, prepare and draft uh, affidavits, and yeah, this and that, and the rest of the good stuff for them to like uh, complete the filing process and then the claims process, um, and that's it. Um, a year later, I got introduced into um, you know uh, how wholesaling goes because surplus basically it's 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 a long process, it's tedious, it takes it takes three months and you know commissions and and, and, and all this stuff uh, takes too long as well, so. Just um,
0: Justin, not to not to interrupt you, tell us a little bit because people don't know what surplus is. And I've uh, yeah. surplus, but people don't know what surplus funds are. Like, can you explain exactly what it is? And it's actually a niche that a lot of people are not even tapping into, which I've tapped into it a lot. So
1: go ahead. Only a few people do. I, I tell you that. And then you're, you know, you're one of them. So um you're on you're on a different level. So uh, surplus, um it's a X. It's uh, if you if you Google surplus, it means excess. So that's the post foreclosure process, wherein if if a house uh, gets foreclosed in an auction, um, if it gets sold more than what the previous owner owed, or what the, the owner at list pendants or the owner itself um, on foreclosure process owed, because it's gonna be bid auction is bidding. So whoever wins the bidding, the highest bid gets the property. Um, the new title under his or her name. So, um, uh, that excess money uh, sold amount versus the original owed money, whatever it is, X dollar figure. That's that's uh, that's gonna be uh, entitled to the um, to the owner who got you know who lost the home. So, um, we are the people who um, it's a contingency based service for the most part, meaning it's commission based. Uh, we just try to like secure um, that we're going to win the case um, when we file through the treasury. Uh, so that's it. Um, we ask for percentage. but
0: Yeah, man, I appreciate you explaining that because a lot of people don't know that that is an untapped market out there doing surplus funds. And I've actually I have my course. Uh, I'll actually have my course with the link and uh, I've created a course on it. And I've made several thousands of dollars doing surplus fun, but continue, man. Tell us, uh, yeah, continue to tell us how you got into. So you was working surplus. Now you you've gotten into um, into real estate. And one thing I want to note too, because because uh, a lot of people have this uh, preconception that uh, people from the Philippines can't speak good English. But if y'all listen to Justin, Justin to me had. <laughs> Speak English fluently, um, and he's you know articulate with a lot of it, and, and that is a big, big thing when you actually are hiring VA. So, yeah, uh, tell us, Justin, how you got into this this area of uh, from surplus to uh, now actually doing some
1: wholesaling. Appreciate the um, the compliment, um, It Actually, started when when I worked in a call center before before I even became you know remote. Um, I talked to angry customers of at and for billing and, and dispute. So uh, I kind of like th- that's my training ground where I learned um, how to, I'm not really that fluent. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm like an okay level, whereas it, it's, all, it's all about comprehension when you do sales. So um, I got into wholesaling when, um, when I had an idea of like, um, a few of my relatives needed a job, especially when it was, um it was pre-COVID um lockdown they lose their 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 jobs and you know so um i thought of an idea of like putting them all together in one place so uh basically you know you will need a skip tracer you will need a someone to cold call and you have a closer like me and then um that's it you just gotta you just gotta gotta look for clients so that's where the 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 tiny setup started And then it it grew and I met, um, I met, um, you know, a local, um, big, big shot wholesaler in in North Carolina. You know, it is Uh, shout out to you, man. Um, yeah. And I basically, it wasn't supposed to be a mentorship, um, or an academy type of thing, but I learned a lot, um, from that experience. Um, and I I practiced them and a lot of formulas of how to flip, um, how to run the numbers, um, when you look at the you know the uh, different markets or whatever it is in the United States. You know, uh, different market cities. Um, it matters. So you got to know your numbers, and then um, know what your buyers are looking for, so that you don't run out of um, uh, time on your uh, PSA or contract. You don't need an addendum, so um, you can close it.
0: So, so Justin, you came in pretty much cold calling was your background, and then you you kind of switched over into uh now what's your position you 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 were doing are you acquisition now or are you like how many markets have you actually worked and it sounds like you went from cold calling to build your level up to like you're doing acquisitions like you're getting contracts signed uh you you're tracking KPIs like how long did it take you to to get to that point? Did it take you a while? Did it you know, uh, was it difficult you you found, or, you know, tell us a little bit about that.
1: I was a cold caller for about a year. And then, um, when I was cold calling, you know, uh, you get wrong numbers, wrong data. So I wondered like, where are these numbers coming from? And then, uh, <laughs> uh, that's how I learned like, how they get it, where the, the criteria filters and all this stuff, lead mining, um, on the background, um, off the phone and about a year. And then, um, I got, I got promoted. Um, they saw potential in me. They tried me. Um, do acquisitions. Uh, they introduced a formula to me: scripts, sales pitching, um, and then I was able to stay afloat. And then uh, close deals regularly, one to one to a month. And then, um, as as the years go by, uh, change is you know it's it's the only thing constant. And, you know, around, um, so you're looking for growth and you're looking to innovate. So, um, we innovated the script and process and that's all we're able to like close like 10 contracts a month, um, or, or more.
0: So how How many contracts were you closing 10 contracts a month for an investor?
1: With the new, um, man, it's revolutionary because, um, the service that we offer is, is no longer be the the usual thing that the customers uh, are going to see, um, They're not going to be billed by the hour. So um, we want to make it, we want to offer it. Like, this is what you pay for the entire month. So that they kind of know what their budget is for the entire month already. And then this is what they're going to get. You pay this, you get this.
0: Right. So you, you was talking about, your uh, uh, which we're going to get into that. Y'all here's a service that Justin actually have that'll probably benefit a lot of investors that are looking for VAs. But I wanted to get some more questions from you, Justin, <laughs> um, and, and some of the main ones are why do you think people shy away from uh, getting virtual assistants? Uh, what is that stigma that people are so nervous, shy about working with somebody way in the Philippines, way across the world and trusting that person to be like, man, I'm, I'm giving you, I'm paying you. I'm, I'm, Like, cause some people in their mind, they don't like, well, how I'm going to pay these people. How do I know if they're actually doing their job? Like, can you kind of just explain to a lot of my listeners how that is actually worked out? And really in your opinion, you know, if you were an investor, what would you do to find, you know, uh, other virtual assistants or VAs? Oh man, Uh, it's kind of like,
1: a tough question but i think um based on my experience uh when i whenever i meet a a new new person new client uh, a new uh a new investor the first thing they're going to ask is um recording always always recordings because they want to know um how hard or how heavy or how soft your accent is uh because they kind of like tailor fit your accent um, depending on which market they they're in, if they're in the most like West Coast or East Coast, it depends on um, like people are gonna drop phones on you, so um, the connect rate. Um, and then you know, and then there's a lot more that you know, it's a domino. So um, accent is one big, and then um, comprehension. Yeah, um, how you sound over the phone, and then uh, you, you can comprehend Americans because. It's not just all about talking. It's all about what, how you, how you hear stuff. Um, there are Americans that are, um, they, they they have different accents, like you know the Texas cowboys and, uh, um, and some other cultures as well. So um, yeah, I think that those those two, uh, for me, uh, seasonal, uh, are are um, what most um, investors are gonna be looking at. Right. As a I think. Plus yeah. Guy.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things that I was considering too is equipment. Making sure that VAs have the right equipment, you know that they're that the equipment was dependable. Whether it's a computer, laptop, internet, or, yep,
1: yep, you know, yeah, that,
0: that, yeah, and then because you got a lot of people that that make calls and you know the the connection may not be as good, but from especially in rural areas,
1: yeah. Right. Right.
0: right. Especially in rural areas. So um, let's kind of get in the nuts and bolts of what you actually have now taken everything that you've learned and you built it up where you've you got a system now where it's almost automated. Like you you picking because I think how many how many uh, markets are you have you been working in, Justin? Or How many markets are you in now?
1: mostly in east coast i'd say um east and central i'd say 16 markets 16 15 markets i think okay okay
0: um and you and you said that for your your, like you was closing like 10 contracts a month so what you think you were making like i mean what's the minimum you think you was making off the contracts like maybe 10 grand for for your investors or less 10 grand,
1: man. It's it's huge in the Philippines already, and it's like you have to multiply by 50. So <laughs> right, right.
0: Um,
1: uh take it as take it like this. Like every contract that gets disposed, I get five hundred bucks. So um in ten contracts, you know, um you get five, five grand. Yeah. Uh, that's the minimum. Uh, there are there are big and large assignment fees where it hits twenty thirties. Um we base it at five percent. So uh, usually the rates for um, acquisitions managers are uh, hourly plus commission. Now, it depends on the investor if they're willing to give percent commission or flat, flat fee. fee. They want to do no no more than a thousand bucks, I guess. Right.
0: Right. So let me say this, because when I first got started, I went on sites like Upwork and online PH. Um, which you still could go to those sites if you want but to really have somebody that is already experienced you got somebody like Justin that can actually um, research your market or research other markets virtually and say hey this is the the kpis these are the numbers this is the success rate this is the um, the um the failure rate and I can pull a list so justin um actually pulls a list for you, skip trace it, cold call it, does the acquisition, um, put the contract on it. And of course, it's up to you to close it. Uh, he, You know, they do some disposition, but it's up to you to kind of to really close it. So it's like you have something that's already packaged where you don't have to go on online or, or I mean, online pH or Upwork, which those places are good. I'm not telling you not to because um, I have several VAs. but I'm saying to take the delayed work out of it, the worry and hiring somebody and doing that. And look, all VAs, I'm not saying VAs are perfect. VAs, uh, it, it's always a learning thing. What I've learned is you may want to train your VA different than what I train mine. And if you yeah. have videos and training where they understand and see that, that can make a very big difference. But Justin, go go into the system that you have uh, available uh, for people, and 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 I think I'm gonna have a uh, I'll get a link from you to kind of, but go a little bit into it, like man, tell us the nuts and bolts how it is absolutely killing it for a lot of investors that have you know that are using. Uh, your system right now.
1: Yep. Uh, sure. Um, it's not. It's not really a hundred percent bundled. Like you just gotta wait and then go grab your buck or grab your cash. Um, there's still, and we need some level of engagement because there are still stuff that we can't do because just because we're in the Philippines and we're not in the U.S. So we need a boots on the ground person. So um, you know that for uh, most likely that will be on the disposition. So. Whenever I present my deck and then do a presentation, um, I always set the expectations right. I tell them, I never promise and I can never promise deals. I can only promise you as much as contracts for sellers. Now, it's going to be up to you if you want to make it, um, if you want to turn it into a deal, meaning you'd have to do your own uh, grunt work on the buyer side. Mm-hmm. So um, basically we cover everything um, re- involving sellers on the seller side. This is seller and buyer side, right? So um, everything on the sellers, um, we, we do it. Uh, we can cover for it. Not so much on the dispo because, um, uh, you know, uh, it's like, you're just going to sit down. I mean, also micromanagement. Um, we understand right. that you're busy, but real estate is not something that anybody can just, you know, take easy and then um, do some part-time work and this and that.
0: Some people do think that they just think that, and I'm not trying to make it seem like it's in a box where you just going to find a VA and then automatically just source and automate. You still have to have some level of involvement in um, following up, talking to your VA, building a relationship with your virtual assistant. That has helped my business so much because uh, virtual assistants have families just like we have families. They have responsibility just like we have responsibilities, and um, they are—they love to work. They love to put in the time and energy and produce. Um, I think uh, it's a little satisfaction for them when they see that hey, we we got we picked up a lead today. We got contracts. We got look. We constantly we moving, and and I think that's that's the big thing, but don't have this misconception that it's all going to be in a box. So what I'm saying is the, 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 the work that it may be a little heavy, like cold calling. I don't, I don't do cold calling anymore. I don't really like to do a lot of stuff anymore to be honest. I'm not lazy, but I work all the time. Yeah. When I do work, I get out there and I, I make it happen. But the cold calling stuff, I don't, I don't really like to do the setting up appointments, the administrative type of work. Definitely not the skip tracing. You know, you don't want to waste time doing that. The skip tracing. Oh, yeah. So to have somebody and then tracking your KPIs, you know, uh, your 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 uh, key performance indicators, tracking all that. Like they actually do that for you and say, hey man, this is how much of call volume or leads you need to have to pull versus this is the amount of calls you need to make. These are the amount of contracts you need to pull out, put out. That's man, that can go a long way. Believe me, it, 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 when I started, I didn't have that. Um, So, uh, and I'm sure Justin could attest to that. You know, it it still is a lot, right?
1: hundred percent stuff like you only learn in mentorship, which, you know, you have to pay uh, 50 grand a year. Uh, not all, but, you know, there's a few that you can, uh, that you find beneficial that, you know, understanding numbers.
0: Right, uh, right. When
1: you, when you use the service. So that's it. Um. <laughs> right. So,
0: so Justin, ju- tell us a little bit about this system. Like what's the breakdown of it? Uh, Cause you, you just said that you have add-ons to it. So um, is there different levels? Is it a certain amount of, uh, is it monthly? Is it hourly? Is it, you know, tell us a little bit about it and uh, share a link. I'm sure I'll have the link uh, in the show notes and I'll try to put it on the screen so uh, people can uh, go to it and actually uh, have it, take a look at it and see if it, you know, if it fits them. Um, also, they may want to reach out to you, I'm sure, and maybe talk to you personally, because some people, that's how I was. I like to talk with people first and see you know, versus just going to, and I can't contact you. So, uh, tell us a little, a little bit about, first, tell us about the system, the breakdown of it. And I know you say you had add-ons and then also, um, how, um, you know, how people can get in contact with you if they want to have a
1: conversation with you. Um, in a, you know, the, the process in a nutshell is, um, the bundle will, will only make sense. Uh, it's, it's, um, if, if I break it, if, if I break it down, um, into pieces, what's really bundled is the labor, the phone time. So, um, acquisitions, whatever prospecting, cold calling, um, in just one bundle, uh, and then a, f- a limited, a limited number of leads. So the difference is like the frequency. So, um, say we have plan Ruby, plan Jade, plan Emerald, um, the, higher, the higher the dollar amount is, um, the higher the promise of contracts goes as well. So uh, pretty basic. But um, one thing that, that you should understand per bundle or the bundle itself is like the platforms and softwares. So that's really the add on uh, like the dialer and the CRM. Um, for us to deliver, Um, the same uh, the same promise um, and then the same level of efficiency uh, the platform and the software is going to make sense because if you want us to use another software which we may have encountered in the past or maybe not then um, it kind of like will impact the output so um, we 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 tend to stick within our in-house softwares because we know um how, you know, the quality is and, and this and that. So, um, yeah, that's the difference. Um,
0: number so of contracts think, per month. So you, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I was going to say about the contact um, information. Um, you can, yeah, you can reach out, uh, Cecil. Um, and then we also have a Facebook page um, and a website. I will also leave my WhatsApp number um, with, uh, with my brother here on the common. Uh, yeah. Under-
0: like the- I, I, yeah, like I say, I, I can vouch for Justin. I'm using him now. <laughs> um, uh, and Justin and has
1: testimonials too. Like um, you know, on the Facebook page, you know, I had happy customers leaving comments say, hey, we closed a deal in Kansas City, closed the deal in uh, Delaware. Uh, we closed deals in high crime rate areas, man. Um
0: Right. The the biggest thing, man, is just you, you you we're not in the real estate business, we're in the marketing business. You need leads. And in order <laughs> to get leads, you have to be consistent with people getting leads, whether it's from cold calling, where it's from. And I think he think just also do Facebook marketing, whether it comes from net or whether text messaging, you need leads. Um uh and I'm Text messaging, because a lot of people are not doing text messaging anymore. But you got to be careful, though. Yeah. yeah. Be <laughs> helpful, uh, so don't quote me on that. But as far <laughs> as leads, getting leads, whether you're doing direct mail, cold calling, text messaging, Facebook, social media, banded signs, um, uh, you need leads to continue to come in. And by me having virtual assistants, I'm constantly getting leads in every single day. And, um, leads eventually will turn into, uh, deals depend on the follow-up. And then you also got the VAs to follow up. You got, you got that as a follow-up system. So all I'm saying is, um, so I think you said there's a, um, a Emerald, uh, um, actually I may could go, um, I'm going to just put the link, I'm going to just put the link in there so people can actually go. Into-
1: US uh, Virtual REI, REI.com. and you see the special offers there.
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. So um, I'll have a link that'll be in the show notes. And again, um, for me, it has helped me tremendously. I mean, I got VAs working right now on deals, right now, that's probably cold calling, talking to uh, sellers and everything. Uh, and I think you said that the software, I think y'all used what um, y'all use a dollar too, right? Y'all use a dollar. Okay. So they use a dollar, they skip trace, they pulled the list for you. Um, uh, my thing with people were pulling lists not for you, Justin, but for people who, if you want to have a lot of leads come in, you have to pull a big list. You can't just be pulling no 500 leads thinking that, you're going to get, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get a return off of that. It really doesn't work like that, man. You at least need to put at five to 10,000, maybe even more. They got people that put like 30 to 25 to 30,000 leads and um, it costs you, but I can most definitely say if you do that, you will have a constant amount of leads, uh, coming in. Um, so it, it it you really got to get to a point where, you know, the lead thing is the most important. So, um, uh, Justin, uh, as anything else you want to kind of add to to that or anything I left out or uh, anything else about the system that you have and how long will it take to get uh, people up and running? Um, oh, this is another thing I want to ask. So I know. Um, like you said, sometimes it, it uh, interferes with what you have set up, which you don't mind integrating what other people have. But um, having the way you have it set up, I think, is, is better where you pull the leads and all that stuff. But if you have other people that say, well, I don't want to use that lead. I want to use these leads. I'm sure you are open and you can integrate that, right, into what, they, what they're looking for.
1: Of course, because uh, there's still the quality of the work, um, the the ethics. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, w- I wanted to say um, if you haven't, th- this is, and I'm a hundred percent sure it's it's a uh, it's a process flow that um, if not everybody um, barely, you know, anyone has um, has to get to like come across with. Yeah, you don't know this yet. Uh, because we play with a, I can say like you know Golden State Warriors. or strength isn't isn't is in our numbers, so we have a like an entire army of poll cool callers. So um,
0: you so, have? <laughs> do you mind me asking how many how many do you
1: have like uh, people uh, on your team? See the the thing is, so we have other projects as well. We do credit repair, we do uh, refinance or MCA campaigns, um, and B two B as well as life insurance. So um. My department, we're about 45 uh, overheads, um, and then the total as a company, um, a little about 250
0: to 300, including wow, right.
1: the auto insurance, life yeah. insurance for Canada. So, right. Yeah, uh, but real estate VAs are we're around 40s, 40s to 50s. Okay. So, um, yeah.
0: And then you got a lot of acquisition. Uh, what I like is the acquisition part of it. Uh, cold calling is good. You need that. You need you actually need everything. But the acquisition, I think, really closing that deal and uh putting it all together is very important. I think that's what one thing I I really um like about the system that you have. So but uh but look, man, I appreciate you taking out your time being on the show. Like I said again, I don't know if it's anything else you would like to, to add. Uh I will have the link so y'all can check out the link and go there. And, um, and you know, like I said, if y'all have any questions, y'all can reach out to me and Justin will have his information in there. But uh, having a virtual assistant uh, can change um, a lot of things for you and save you a lot of time and a lot of money, actually. So thanks again, Justin. <laughs> I appreciate you and uh, uh, look forward to continuing to having some
1: success with you. Same with me, man. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, working with you and uh, looking to close more deals. Uh, that's what this is all about. Right. So, um
0: yep. yep. Yes, sir. So uh, thank th- you for having me. Yep. Thank you. Hey, guys, thank you for tuning in again to another episode of Diving into Real Estate Investing for Newbie podcast. I will see you on the next show. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Dive Into Real Estate Investing for Newbies podcast at diveintorealestatefornewbies.com.